Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryant. Iowa. Sheldon Willis. A lot of gaming commission. Francois Wakina, captain of the Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a botanist. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I do like that, man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your first part of the Treadstone miniseries. What? Yes. What? Sideways has been taken over. It's Treadstone time, baby. What the fuck? Do you not give yourself to this program? No. Okay, so we have to scratch that. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to Sideways, the show all about the peaks and valleys and Matt Damon's career. And Hollywood in general. I am your main handler, Hannah, which is all Hugh, as always, my friend, Sean. Hello. And it's board time. We finally made it. Oh, we did. So Jesus so... Christ. Jesus Christ. It's, it's Jason, Jason Bourne. Of course, we were talking about the 2002 film, Board Identity, directed by Doug Lyman, starring Matt Damon, Brian Cox for some... Oh, Brian Cox is so good in this. Brian Cox, Brian Cox is so great in this movie. And a couple of other people, probably. Uh, Franca Peaton, Chris Cooper, Clive Owens. Clive Owens, guy. Uh, I like him. Yeah, Gabriel um, Gabriel Mann, Julia Stiles, a bunch of other schmucks. But it's firstly the time that people got to meet the, the man himself, Jason. I don't know his other names, Born. Uh, uh, I have one listed here in my John notes. Michael Klein? John Michael Klein. I think my note is uh, it'd be fucked up if, if this was called the John Michael Klein, John Michael Kane identity instead. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time during watching this, whenever they mentioned John Michael Kane, I'd go Michael Klein. <laughs> Michael Klein. <laughs> Michael Klein. Um, it was your first time listening to Sine Waves. I mean, the Treadstone Project, not Sine Waves. Um, sure. I don't want to steal any more intellectual property than we already do doing this show. Hi, hey. Moby. We'll see you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or will we? It'd be great if you dropped Extreme Ways, <laughs> just the first bit of it, just there. That'd be really funny. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's not going to do that. He's probably going to put a fart noise in instead. Or a slide whistle. Why not both? What's <laughs> your first time listening to podcast is what we do here each week. We get together and we watch a Matt Damon movie in the, the chronological order of their release, no matter how big, small, non-existent the film is. I, I think it's... F- pretty fair to say this is a big one i think this is a big turning point in matt's career i sure. think this is the like start of a matt damon's action man era yeah because this is the most actiony movie he has done yet, as of yet i think mm-hmm. i know he yeah, did saving definitely. private ryan but he's kind of running away for the entirety of saving private he needs ryan. to be saved he is he's just a damp little lad yeah. um hey in this one as well he's so damp <laughs> 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 um so yeah we're gonna give you our opinions Tell you what about the movie. Mm-hmm. Do box office, do rankings, and, uh, do a trivia. You've been here before, yeah. hopefully. Let me let me tell you. I have opinions. Yeah? You do? Yeah. Cool. I know where, exactly where this is going. I know where this is mine mm-hmm. as well. But we'll get to that later. Before we get into Jason Bourne, we like to do a little media warm-up. Because doing a podcast is hard, and sometimes we watch comedy movies from the early 2000s that don't <laughs> have much to do, and we yeah, like to give sometimes you... sometimes we watch movies about horses. A lot of horse movies. I am happy movies. we're nearly so done. horse movies. I think we're done the horse movie. Are we? I think, I think we don't get back here for a while to the horse movie land. I don't think there's a lawyer movie for a while either. Yeah, let me, let me have a look. When Sean looks... To see... Yeah, I don't see any... I mean, True Grit, I think, is our next horse movie. Oh, that's such a good movie. That's a good movie. Um, I'm here to talk about my various 
TV shows I've been watching on Apple TV. There's one of these I'm really excited to hear about. Uh, and one of them Sean doesn't want to hear about, and that, of course, is The Buccaneers. Apple Buccaneers? TV. Yeah, it's not what you think it is. Okay. It's not about pirates. <sighs> okay, skip this one. Um, it is basically Apple TV's um, Bridgerton. Oh, okay, sure. Why not? There's no sex in it so far, though. So then it's, it's not Bridgerton. Then it's better than Bridgerton. Really? I think Bridgerton's a terrible show. I've never seen an episode. See, All I, really... I know is that Regé Jean Page is in it. Yeah. And there's a lot of fucking... The thing about Bridgerton I think is bad is it's just softcore porn that people pretend is a period drama. Yeah, oh. uh, shout out to all of those books we were talking about last week. <laughs> <laughs> but I like period dramas and sure. this is just like, it's based a bunch of, uh, it's like 1860s, uh, like New York girls go do their de- debutante season in London. But the thing that's interesting about the show is it's episode three I'm on and they're all engaged already. And I'm like, this oh, doesn't cool. happen till the end. And I'm like, oh, you're all going to be real sad in yeah. a few episodes. It's very fun. Unless they're all just really happy. Oh, no, don't know. What if it's just a show about them being happily married and, you know, fall in love forever? Um, One of them found out that she's a bastard because her sister and her got into her fight and her sister was like, you're not even mom's real child. Why are you the favorite? Damn, that's and I was old. Like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and now she's engaged to the Duke and the Duke can't find out, Sean. The Duke of where? Somewhere. Sure. I don't know. Mythical fantasy London. Nice. Uh, it's not. Um, Another show. Uh, it's Brie Larson's new show, Lessons in Chemistry. It's based oh. on a book. Is it about a chemistry teacher? It's about a woman who wants to be a chemist that in the 1950s she gets fired from her lab because she's a woman in STEM. Damn. And then she becomes like a celebrity, sh- like feminist chef. Sure. It sounds terrible. It's I very guess, compelling. I get, does she use the chemistry in her cooking? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like set up early on that she really likes cooking because she's uh-huh. like, it's just science. And yeah. I like science. And I'm like, good show. Yeah. Um, they have a dog in it called 6.30. And I'm like... Why is it called 6.30? That's the time it wakes her up at. That's good. I like She's that. She's the most autistic character I've ever seen. <laughs> um, she is like a love interest who's the most autistic man I've ever seen. And I'm like, you're going to make beautiful autistic babies. It's Hell great. Yeah. Um, and then the last show to talk about that I've been watching let's on go, Apple TV. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> is a show called Monarch. Life after monsters or legend of monsters? I think it's is a legacy of potentially. Let's go find. Let me go find out. Um, which What's is this, this show about? Hannah? Which is the sixth installation of the new. Ver- it's the legacy of monsters. Legacy of monsters. It's the sixth installment in the new Godzilla verse. Fuck yeah, the monster verse. It's called. Yeah, yeah. and I'm so confused. <laughs> hey Hannah, how many of the other ones have you seen? I've never seen the Godzilla media. <laughs> no, I tell a lie. I watched half of Skull Island once. Sure. I don't think that counts. Um, King Kong was in it. Tech- like, technically, sure. It starts in on Skull Island, the show. Sure. Yeah. And what, what kaijus have shown up in it so far? And there's been a dragon. Fuck yeah. Did it have a name? Um, No, it was in the 1950s in uh, the Philippines. Okay. A Godzilla has shown up. Yes! Because yeah! the first, the main character was in San Francisco when the first when... Godzilla movie happened. Nice. It was on the Golden Gate Bridge or whatever. Fuck yeah. Um, and a lot of children died. Fuck um, yeah, kill them kids, Godzilla. <laughs> and I was just like, it is very funny because she's like half Japanese or she's fully Japanese, but she's like American born Japanese. Sure. So she goes to Japan to like settle her dad's affairs and she's just driving through Japan and it's like, yeah, the Japanese would have like, like, 
Godzilla signs everywhere <laughs> directing people into Godzilla shelters and like Hell, missiles yeah. on every single bridge. Yeah. And the taxi man is like, this is all fake. I've listened to a podcast about it. <laughs> oh, like, the podcast. That comes up in um, Godzilla King of the Monsters. So, no, Godzilla vs. Kong. Sean's very into Godzilla. I love Godzilla movies. I just like seeing big dudes fight each other. Do you like this current monster franchise of Godzilla? Yes. Yes, I do. There was a... There was a so, it started out rough... Of 2014 Godzilla? 2014 Godzilla, yeah. I haven't seen Kong Skull Island, but once you get to... Also starring Brie Larson. Uh, yeah, true. Once you get to um, King of the Monsters... That's you... the, sec- the third one. The th- yeah, I guess if you're counting Kong as the second one. Yeah. King of the Monsters is the third one, where Godzilla fights Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah. So Mothra is the moth. Yeah. Ghidorah is what? Big fucked up three-headed... Uh, like dragon guy. Okay, different. I've got my D is the one that's on my desk mat over there. Yeah. Cool. He shoots lightning. Of course uh, you like him. Yeah, and Rodan is like a, tar- a big pterodactyl. Oh, I think Rodan turned up. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, Does but- he do like weird goo stuff and do like radiation in the sky? What? There's a g- the the dinosaur had goo. Sure. Encased humans in goo. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but King of the Monsters is basically a remake of one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Gatorade, the Three-Headed Monster. Is that the one that's in your top four? Yep. Oh, that's a callback. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Godzilla vs. Kong is just pure cinema. It is amazing. Anytime Godzilla and King Kong fight each other in that movie, it is the best thing that has ever Don't been Don't they fight on a boat or yep. am I crazy? They fight How a does bo- that work? King Kong decides to fight Godzilla in Godzilla's natural habitat and it doesn't go well for him. Who's bigger, Godzilla or King Kong? So King Kong was like far smaller in Kong Skull Island. I was about to say. But then... They have like a throwaway line at the beginning of Godzilla vs. Kong where they're just like, oh yeah, he grew. <laughs> He got some radiation and went, no, 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 yeah. spurt. Uh, uh, Godzilla yeah. is kind of an inherently silly media franchise, yeah, Sean. Is. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I'm well aware of this. It did prompt the uh, a hilarious story from my father as yes. we were watching the show. Because there's a scene where they're like, it's creepy on a boat and there's like all this biological matter and it's very creepy. Sure. Um, another funny thing uh, I will talk about is the casting of the show, but I'll finish this story first. Yeah, because there's there's some big actors in this, right? There's a very, very fu- I think it's funny. Um, uh, I want to. I also want to show you one thing, which is um, <laughs> that's like monkey. Yeah, my favorite thing that Godzilla vs. Kong produces this <laughs> gif of King Kong jumping off the boat. How does that work? <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It ends badly for him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, where they're on this like they're in a boat, weirdly enough, and they're like walking around these scientists, and they're like, there's all this like weird biological matter, and my dad was like. I really like this show. It reminds me of the game Half Life. <laughs> and I turned to my father and I'm like, You watched Half you played Half Life? And he went, Yeah. In fact, I used to watch I used to play it with your little like my older brother. And I was like, Huh. He was like, Yeah, John would like sit beside me and watch it and then I'd like sometimes I would send him out of the room if it got really scary, but no, he just kinda sat beside me and watched it and I was like That seems like a very intense game to play with like a ten year old because yeah. I forgot how old the original Half-Life is. Oh, yeah, don't. He was five or six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Father, that was not maybe the best decision to do. I think that was a fantastic decision. It makes a lot of sense about uh, my uh, weird movie, like my parents bringing me to all those like PG-13 movies when I was five. True, were, yeah. If you're playing Half-Life, because like, I'm not 
Half-Life, the original Half-Life, but Half-Life 2 is scary. Yeah, Half-Life 2 is spooky. The head crabs don't like them. Don't it. like them. But like the like the portals in Half-Life 1? Nah. Isn't there like a creepy thing where there's like a reactor meltdown and it opens a portal? I have never played I've never, one. yeah. I'd imagine there's something to do with the reactor because it's called Half-Life. Yeah, supposedly they like do a, like a radioactive experiment and that opens the portals and the head parts come through and you watch like... I think I should get my dad Dead Space. I think my dad would like Dead Space. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Make my mom and dad play Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> a little family bonding. Make my mom play Dead Space. That would go so terribly. She get you to play Dead Space. Oh, I don't get too spooked. Yeah. <laughs> I would go, oh! <laughs> I make too many sound effects as it is. Yeah, she did a little... We were getting off the bus earlier and she did a little Mario sound. It was great. Yeah. Um, speaking of what's also great, Sean. Yeah. How is the comic books doing? One great. What? One very disappointing. Oh, was uh, Jean Grey bad? Aha, I'm yeah. wor- I'm sad that I know that, but I know yeah. it was Jean Grey time. <laughs> was this the last one? Yeah. Jean Grey number four came out this month and I was very disappointed in the ending. Why? Um, Does she not kiss Cyclops? Does she kiss <sighs> Apocalypse? Like, nah, it's like, I don't really give a shit about like that. But, I don't know. It's, it feels like a series that was caught between being two different things. Yeah. Right? It feels like on the one hand it wanted to be a fun little what if series where we see you know, different possibilities in, like, X-Men past. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it wanted to be, like, setting up for this week's issue of Immortal X-Men. Do you think it's one of those things of they thought of the story and then they got told that, hey, it has to end with Jean in this place? No, I okay. think what happened was they had an ending and they got the writer and then just said... Do what you want. Do what you want, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... Jean becomes Phoenix again at the end. Oh, that's, that's that's it. That's boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't particularly happy with it. But the Jean Grey issue of Immortal X Men is coming out, or I guess the Phoenix issue of Immortal X Men is coming out this week tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And the other one was Coda number three. That was good. How's my little guy doing? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, they fucking sh- they shot him dead. <laughs> <laughs> How's the, his cult doing? Uh, great. Um, they've completed a, a big ritual that was supposed to like resurrect the little lad no it, it was supposed to resurrect him but it got fucked up and then they were all like no but i did see him and now there's like a oh religion yeah, yeah uh, exactly yeah it's good it's good shit i'm liking it speaking of dead things sean and i sean has i have i have some some bad news Oh, about I was talking about criminal minds. Oh, oh, but speaking, yeah, uh, your news. Yeah, the watch is over. The watch is over. Um, we we have we have gotten two mice. Your regular little Jason Bourne. Nah, nah, nah. that took like a month. Jason Bourne would have would have survived this. Are you sad? No, I meant your Jason Bourne. Oh, I guess sure. Yeah. 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 You're sad. The mouse watch is over. Are you delighted it's over? A little bit of both. Yeah, you don't like the vermin in your house anymore, but you like the bit. Yeah, I like I like mice. Get pet mice then. Once I can, as soon as I can afford them, I will. Are mice expensive? They require a lot of upkeep. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because like. They're just little guys. But surely they don't eat much. 
like they don't but also their bodies are so small and go so fast that they get real fucked up illnesses oh really yeah like oh. most of the most of the expense for keeping a mouse or a rat is like vet trips oh really yeah i did not know that mm-hmm. so like the lifespan of a mouse is what a year oh yeah the lifespan of a mouse is real short are they like i was about to say are they good value pets then or they're i feel little, like it's just little guys they're cute i know I like but like them. i feel like the like sad the grief of them dying all the time get a new one that's the expense that's <laughs> yeah, the fucking that's the expense. expense is going to get a new one every time yeah um have i ever sent you that this american life episode about the guy who got really into rats no oh, i'll send you it it's just like me but it's like he got a rat and then he had ended up with five rats. Hell yeah. Uh, and turns out that's a thing with people who get rats. Is that they end up getting way more rats. Mm-hmm. And then they the rats start dying and then they get more rats because yeah. the rats are sad. Yeah. And then they end up with like 30 rats. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me someday. I'm not coming. The podcast is cancelled when you start. <laughs> like, and then the rats always run wild. Yeah, free roam. No. It's their house too. Ah! The last thing on the media list mm-hmm. is Sean's cartoon show he's been watching. Invincible. Any good? It's fine. It's all right. Yeah. So the thing with Invincible, right? Yeah. The animation is shit. I don't think it was that bad. The voice acting is terrible. Really? And yet it still manages to be good somehow. I enjoyed it when I watched yeah, the first like I'm, I'm enjoying it, but... Is it the animation shit because it's being compared to, like, anime... Or is it just shit like full stuff? It's just bad. It's just bad? It's yeah. just cheap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, there's only one or two characters who have really bad voice acting. Um, anytime Rexplode speaks, I'm like, oh, this guy, like, is from a 2010, like, Smosh video. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, Invincible is fun. I'm liking it. I'm only two episodes in, so I don't have too much to say about it, but I'm... I'm excited to see Battle Beast again. I it's been so long since I watched the first season. Mm. I just remember the person that was like constantly had to clone themselves and always was dying. Oh yeah, and I'm like yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. horrifying existence. They're, they've got a big role this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No girls' book report. I forgot. And timelines are short today because yeah. Hannah's still sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'll, tell, so I'll tell you what. What? Next episode. You're not going to watch two, are you? Two episodes no. of Girls. I believe it when I see it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll do it tonight after we finish recording. I was about to say you probably should just watch it tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm definitely, I'm going to go see Saltburn before the next record, I Fuck think. Yeah. I'm going to try nice. to anyway. I will have finished Westworld as well. Uh, Westworld is good. Right, written by the other Nolan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. not the one that's in prison. What? You know, one of the, their older brothers, a con man. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in like prison for like twenty years for Fuck conning yeah. people. He's the cool one. I think Christopher Nolan might have a little bit of trauma about his con man brother no. who abandoned his family no. uh, around the time that Inception came out. No, surely not. <laughs> <laughs> what a twisted way! Have you seen like um, Christopher Nolan's like shading of the streaming services at the moment? I've seen him uh talking about napoleon and all the people coming at him being like it's not historically accurate oh that's a different director oh that's really scott yeah. sorry that's not nolan never mind nolan's been like they were talking about the blu-ray release and he's like yeah i don't want to put it on a streaming service so they steal it from you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then Guillermo del toro was like bestie you're so right it's like yeah an, oh yeah it's fahrenheit. like a fahrenheit 451 yeah situation 
Uh, I think that whole Ridley Scott Napoleon stuff. I think that's just clever PR. I think that's really funny. No, I think it's fully PR because yeah. like no one was talking about that movie until Ridley Scott started being like, "Fuck your historical inaccuracies." Yeah. And now I, all the nerds are talking about it. God, I love all these nerds getting so pissed off that Napoleon shoots cannonballs at the at the pyramids. Like, come on, who, who cares? It's a movie. It's a movie. And they're like, oh, they're comparing him to Trump, and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, I don't think people think it's real life. Maybe they do, and then they need media literacy skills. You gotta, gotta be media literate. Speaking of two media illiterate people, yeah! Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> I just did finger. Uh, no, I believe this is the Bourne identity. Jason Bourne comes later. Yeah, that's in 2016. Yeah, fuck up the they just called it that. And that movie? Whew. Oh, yeah? I think I said this to you last year when we watched the Bourne. Is that the fourth one? Fifth one. Fifth one. Yeah, because the, the fourth one's to Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yeah, because um, we watched. Oh, we watched we the, started that one? No, we, it got too late and we all got too EP. Yeah. Because. We had lost daylight. Uh, yeah. Because people were being too goofy and not watching Bourne. Yeah, true. The first time we watched Bourne together, uh, two friends of ours watched it with us. And they are people who talk through movies, but they were talking so much they missed the entire Treadstone explanation. Yeah. So we had to rewind five minutes. Uh, and then we had to do it again. again. And we were like, guys, stop talking. <laughs> you will not understand the rest of the movies if you keep talking through them. Like oh, we should have just kept going. I think it took us three and a half hours to watch the first one. Yeah, probably. And this movie's two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not long. I think yeah. it's a very... It, it, it has It's well paced, I'd say. Yeah, I would say so I, I, I love how it starts. Yeah. Where it's just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, Sean went to open its notes and it was just okay. Godzilla. Yeah, it's, Stop. It's, it's the monkey job. That's... Look at him. <laughs> you should tweet that out right I now. I will tweet that out right now. Save the photo. Wait, no, can I? I'll find, I'll figure so it out. So this movie starts with a fishing boat five miles off the coast of Mauritius and they are fishing in a storm it's all going great and then damp Matt Damon washes up in yeah. a in a on little a boat? In a, well he washes up in a, like a little what is it wetsuit I forgot the word wetsuit there for like 15 sure. seconds <laughs> I've been it's been a long day yeah Um. and he's been shot in the back mm-hmm. and this surgeon starts to do surgery on him yeah they have a surgeon on the boat or like a doctor yeah Uh. he has a little he got his bullets. Yeah. Has a little fucked up hip. So he cuts open his hip and he has a yeah. little like laser pointer in his hip. He then proceeds. This, this is this was so funny to me both times we watched this. The the fucking doctor finds this little laser thing. He like shines it a little bit to see what it is. Then points it directly yeah. into his own yeah. eye and shines it. Um. <laughs> oh, what a guy. But then he realizes it's some like bank numbers for a Swiss yeah, bank. Yeah, it like projects a, a like address and bank number onto onto the wall uh and then i love how born instantly becomes like a horror movie villain for a few seconds there yeah where he yeah. hides he disappears yeah it's great <laughs> jason Bourne. let's talk about jason Bourne for two seconds sure i love him he's just such a guy i think he's all right i think he is uh not the most depth deep of characters yeah but i sure love him on a screen <laughs> i think he's just swell yeah but he does not know who he is. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who I am. From the intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the way to talk about Bourne is really there's kind of two plots going at the same time that are like running parallel. 
I was about yeah. to say fucking interlinked, and I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> so I think to the, I want to talk about Tresto because mm-hmm. I fucking love Tresto. That's where Brian Cox is, our guy. I just love. I think I really like the Matt Damon action stuff in this movie. We'll talk about the action scenes. Mm-hmm. I love how like. I love everything about the CIA Treadstone stuff. Yeah. Alton I, Goggins is in it. Yeah. It's great. It's like, I love their little fucking room they go into. <laughs> I like how they get... <laughs> I like I like how you can just tell it smells of like stale air and yeah. coffee. Fuck yeah. Uh, all the screens, all the paper. Oh, there's so much paper. Just like the staff room. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so the staff room is a little bit like lighter, I think. I guess like working in a school is one of the, just the few locations that like the amount of paper you use probably hasn't changed in like 20 years yeah pretty We're much like a modern office there's no paper anywhere really because mm-hmm. like everything's online but it's just like ah oh, 20 years ago the nostalgia is strong within me yeah brian cox being like what the fuck are you doing yeah Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. julia styles Mwah. we'll get there we'll later. get there when we get there um, hannah's gonna be talking a lot i think because she i likes... love these movies is this your this is your third fourth time fifth I don't know how many times. <laughs> <laughs> this is only my second time seeing it. I do think, I will say, I don't think this is the best born. Okay. I do think it's a very good start to a franchise. Sure. I think it's interesting to know that Jason Bourne in the books is in his 50s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sure. Um, so they've been, trying to, they've been trying to make a Bourne movie for years. Mm. Uh, this I think one of, one of my... Complaints? Yeah, I guess. I think this movie would have been a lot better if I didn't know there was like a five movie franchise after it. Knowing what happens in movie two, I guess. Sure. Because like you, the first time you watched it, you didn't know what, like there was more movie. Like you didn't know there was more movies, but yeah. like. Because that was kind of the point of our little project that day. Yes. Because I think it is, it is, it's a good franchise starting movie of like, they could have never made any more movies yeah. and it still yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, a good definitely. movie. Yeah. A- aka not modern mcu syndrome fuck the mcu all my <sighs> homies hate the mcu yeah it's like iron man one yeah we're like iron man one exists as like a movie mm. you know yeah it works on its own yeah yeah i think this works on its own yeah or do you disagree no i think this yeah i do i no. I, I think this does work on its own but yeah they've been trying to make these for years supposedly the the book is very 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 different okay. to the movie like i think they kept treadstone they kept um, some of the characters and stuff. Uh, supposedly, I think in the book, I'm going to read this section out of the Wikipedia because I was like, this makes uh, no sense because they've been sure. trying to write this movie. They, they optioned the rights of this movie in 1981. Okay. So that's another... So that's been in the works for a while. Like 20 years. Yeah. Um, so this would have been like... Mm-hmm. This would have been initially pitched as like a Bond competitor. Yeah. I think another interesting thing about the Bournes, I think we'll see them... I think you see them more so when we get to the Lyman ones, is I think the, the they're tonally very similar to the modern Bonds, but they're totally yes, they very, are. very different to the Bonds of, like, 90s. Yeah, and the later Bonds came out after this, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, so they were pretty... Like, the, the Daniel Craig Bonds, I think, yeah. wouldn't exist in the, the way they do without no, the not Bournes. No, yeah. No, they're more stylish than the Bournes, but yeah. I think the like the the silliness of like the Pierce Brosnan post era, mm. of, like um, I would say, like Skyfall specifically has a lot of Jason Bourne or Bourne identity even in it. Yeah, but I think I think it is so a mad thing about this movie that I was like, that is fucking wild. So obviously, this movie was um trying to be written for years. 
in the orig- one of the original scripts, in the book, Treadstone and Borm were being pursued by a terrorist called Carlos de Jackal, which is a real-life terrorist. Oh, whoa. Yeah. There was this, like, t- no, I think he was an Iranian terrorist that was, like, loose in Paris for, like, 20 years. That was, like, one of the main antagonists in the book. They should have kept him. They couldn't keep him because he'd been captured by the French police by 1995. <laughs> so they rewrote. Nah, they should have just written it so he broke um, out. So... The film's portrayal of Trenstone was inspired by Lyman's father, Arthur L. Lyman's memoirs, regarding his involvement as chief consulate of the American State Senate investigating the Iran-Contra affair. Whoa! <laughs> I thought that was Fuck insane! Yeah. That, that's really cool. Just being like, because I think that's the thing I really like about the CIA stuff in it, of you can just tell that it's very realistic to like, what... Like intelligence was probably like it at that time, where there's yeah. these like secret things happening, and it's not that like if you're gonna get caught because these people have there's been like an attempted assassination or something. It's how am I gonna explain this to a funding committee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll get back to Jason talking yeah. about funding because this talking fr- about funding. Cause oh yeah, because fr- he has to go to the bank first. He has yeah. to go to the bank. <laughs> I love Jason's little turtlenecks. Yes, yeah. I was saying this to Anne earlier after watching this movie. Uh, I'm just gonna go buy a turtleneck. The first time we watched it, we were like, everyone in the movie is wearing a fucking turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> everyone wearing a turtleneck. So Jason goes to Switzerland and he's uh-huh. sleeping on a bench because he, he doesn't know who he is. Uh, yeah. He got very angry at his like adoptive dad. Uh, you know, he got, uh, when he got off the train, he like, is like super buff. Matt's looking buff in this. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Good for Matt. Yeah. Well uh, done, Matt. Congratulations. Stop yo-yo dieting, Matt. What's yo-yo dieting? Uh, it's when you lose loads of weight and then gain loads of weight really ah, quickly. Okay, sure. Uh, he's gonna gain a lot of weight for a movie we're watching in like two weeks' time. Oh, really? Like, like fifty pounds. What? Which movie? Stuck on you. Stuck on you. Yeah, where he's like a joint twin with Sam Rockwell. What? <laughs> oh, that's a movie for me. It really is. That's a movie for me. A movie for me. They get to Switzerland. He beats the shit out of some cops. I love the Swiss cop scene. I it's think... so... I, the, the music in that scene is <laughs> so good. The, like, drums. And them, like, attacking him and being like, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was uh, very confused by the Swiss German because uh, Swiss German's a fucked up little language. Oh, yeah? Don't like Swiss German. Damn. It doesn't sound right. Sorry to all our Swiss fans out here. They know them themselves that Swiss German doesn't sound right compared to, like, High German. Surely it sounds right to them. Even they're like, ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, supposedly it's like one of those things that like every like, it's like Irish, where like every like 15 kilometers, it kind of changes. Because obviously it's one of those countries yeah, that yeah, like yeah. the language mixes up a bunch. He goes to his bank and yeah. he gets a safety deposit box mm-hmm. and he finds it's, out what his name is. It's full of passports. It's he finds out several of his names. John Michael Kane. John Michael Kane. Uh, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Has a shit ton of cash. Uh-huh. And a gun. And a gun, yeah. I love how many guns Jason throws away in this film. Yeah, yeah, it's it does seem like he should probably keep most of those. But he's a non-violent guy. He beat the shit out of those cops. Those cops started it. He kills a couple of people. Eight in people. Eight people. That's... Only, there's only eight bodies and seven. Six. Six? Six. Think about it. Two of them are assassinations that aren't him. Wombosi and Clive, not Clive Owens, the other guy, Clifton. He doesn't kill Wombosi. 
The guy appeared who's running the CIA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Cox yeah, has yeah, been yeah, killed. Yeah. 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 Shout, out, shout out to Wombosi. Fucking a, love Wombosi. bizarre little subplot in this film. But I think it's a very of-the-time subplot. Yeah. You could totally see the CIA being like, we had this dictator, we got into power, he got overthrown, and now he's writing a book about us. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He's so cool, though. Oh, I wish he was in more of the movie. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't see how they can kind of have him in more of the movie. Because a lot of the movie is like the CIA think Bourne is kind of gone off. Off the rails. Thank you. Uh, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking this episode. Because it's, it's Jason Bourne. You are always going to be doing a lot of talking this episode. I also, not going to lie. A little sleepy watching this movie? I, I was well awake the, the whole time. But mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't have many thoughts on this film. I think it's a good action movie. I think it's a solid action film. Yeah. That's about it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets all of his shit and then um, one of the fucking, one of the guys who works in the bank contacts Treadstone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they activate all their sleeper agents. No, they, that's when he goes into the embassy. Yes. He, they, yeah. the, the guy in the bank calls the police first. Because I think the police just recognize him from him being. From him beating the shit out of the two cops. cops. And then Honestly, like, he should be allowed to do that. Why? You don't Beat the shit out of a cop? In Zurich? Anywhere. Oh, I'm not going to comment on this. <laughs> Goes into the embassy and this is where we meet Marie. I like Marie. Yeah, Marie's cool. I like her little car. Yeah. It was sad when she had to, to give it up. It was up. sad. Yeah. And then the Americans are about to attack Jason Bourne. Wait, who and is Marie? Oh, Marie's this woman that's in the embassy. Uh-huh. She's just a woman in the embassy so far. Sure. But she doesn't... She, she is. They just kind of show her. Yeah. She's trying yeah, to get yeah. a visa, but it's like, it's... I hope she gets that visa. She's not going to get that visa. She's not going to get that fucking visa. <laughs> imagine she had gotten the visa. Like, imagine... Like, it's... How different would the movie be? Yeah, if she just kind of managed to, like, get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. I want a movie about her. Uh, it's a movie's called Run, Lola, Run. Sure. <laughs> she's in Run, Lola, oh, really? Run. Yeah. Nice. She's the Lola. Cool. She does a lot of running. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. It's in German, I think. I should probably watch that movie. Probably um, should, yeah. What do you think of the embassy action sequence? Yeah, it was pretty good. Sean, you got you got to talk about the movie. I find it difficult to talk about this movie. Why? I don't know. It's just like... You did not... It's not that you didn't enjoy it. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, yeah. Like, if I didn't enjoy it, I'd have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know it was my second time watching it and my second time around I did I, I was just kind of like oh yeah it's this part okay cool this is happening now I'm enjoying this or were you like it's just, I'm it's letting a, it wash over me it's a neutral experience I would say Sean you're on a podcast you need to talk about the movie but the X-Men are up to so much <laughs> is there fucking X-Men news happening is no, that why you're checking no, your phone no I'm checking my phone because I've got the I've got my notes on the movie up uh what's my next see the thing with my notes is it kind of jumps around as well yeah um yeah so like beating up the cops the early 2000s techno music that plays during the uh the embassy thing is great yeah i love that i like the music in this film a lot i love Um, the technology in this movie a lot and the cars yeah 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 yeah. i know it's of the period but mm -hmm. i'm like damn this is vintage as fuck right now like even the little laser pointer thing yeah very like analog it's cool yeah uh my next note is there's Logan. So I think this is where, like, immediately after this is where um, Brian Cox shows up. 
I think it's a while yet, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Because he shows up before this scene, I'm Does pretty he? sure. Yeah. Did I, I, no, I didn't just miss that. Did I? Potentially. What the fuck? There's a good, the, the, fight, the scene in the embassy. No, yeah, no, sorry, it is. It's the scene before the embassy yeah. where he shows up because that's when we find out about Wombosi and what the deal there is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great, I think the embassy, I like the, the thing I like about Bourne as an action hero is he's not just like taking a gun and milling down a bunch of people. He's yeah. being smart. Like he punches a guy fully in the dick. Fuck yeah. And then he steals his radio. Yeah. And I'm like, smart, <laughs> smart. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that I did notice a lot this viewing around, actually, a mm-hmm. lot of shaky cam. Oh, yeah. A lot of shaky cam. Do you have a pro- shaky cam on Bourne? <laughs> oh, you're gonna have a time in Jason Bourne. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that bare knuckle boxing shaky cam scene. What? Yeah. Does it like shake every time they punch or I something? I could not possibly comment. Okay, I'm very excited. That's for like July of next year. Let me check the spreadsheet. But the kind of culmination of the embassy scene is Matt Damon does a fucking insane stunt. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he's crawling along the wall yeah. outside. Yeah. He did most of that stunt himself. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, Matthew, you're not Tom. Stop it. Uh, what what date did you guess for Jason Bourne? Uh, July. July 30th. Ah! <laughs> I'm in the Matrix, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, in, you're in Treadstone. You've been uh, activated. <laughs> after the embassy fight, uh, Bourne drops his. I, I have not mentioned the red bag. Oh, the red bag is iconic. The, the red yeah. bag is iconic. It's so good. It's this little like ba- bank bag, and it's yeah. with you for the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. It's um, a big bag that he carries stuff around in. It's just his bag. It's his backpack. Yeah. It's an efficient use of space. Uh-huh. Um, but after Bourne, he gets his red bag. He's gotten out of the embassy. He runs back into Marie, and is like, mm. "May you please drive me to Paris." Because I have found my address. Yeah. I think I live here. Um, I need to go and see Mrs. Harris. Sean tried to get us to watch Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. <laughs> I wanted to watch Mrs. Harris so bad. It's a good movie. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But I was too silly on Saturday to watch True. Mrs. Harris. We watched Glory Days instead. And then Cinematic Masterpiece, The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Yeah. And then Criminal Mind. If Matt Damon approached you on the street and offered you $20,000 to drive him to Paris, would you do it? If anybody approached me on the street and offered me $20,000 to drive them to Paris, I would do it in a fucking heartbeat. I'd do it for Matthew. I hate you. I can't drive. Me neither. I, I can drive, but I don't. Can you Have you passed your test? Nope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Marie get in the car. Vroom, vroom. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm... It's a weird movie because there's a lot of plot in it. But also... You probably don't need to go through the plot in too much detail. Yeah, you're really... Because, like, you could go step by step. Which like, is what I'm doing. Yeah, but... I, yeah. Kind of just get from action scene to action scene, you know? I feel like there's a lot of stuff where... Because... It's weird because you, as you're watching it... I don't... I, it's a weird thing they do in the movie where you know way more about Bourne than Bourne knows about himself. Yeah. For a lot of it. Yeah, because you know, you kind of have an idea of what the whole deal with Treadstone is. You know about the assassination attempt. Yeah. From like the first Treadstone scene, pretty much. Yeah. You know that basically he was on his boat, he was meant to kill Wombosi. Mm-hmm. But Bourne doesn't figure this out until like the last 20 minutes of the film. Because he's a dumbass. Well, he has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if people who get brain injuries are dumbasses. Yeah. Have I ever denied it? Could not possibly come. <laughs> um, 
I think that then the next big scene is Born. Born and Marie kind of like hang out, talk hang a out. bit. Hang out. Ooh. Hang out. Ooh. A man and a woman in a 2000s action movie. I wonder what's going to happen. Listen, that doesn't happen until she has a trauma response, okay? True. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get back to... I'm trying to remember how he finds his address. I think he just like... It's on a piece I think it's, of, it's in the bag. It's in the bag. Yeah. But they go back to his apartment. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck do I do for a living? Yeah. They find out that um, John Michael Caine has been registered as dead. Dead. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm going to the fucking morgue to see this because that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I'm John Michael Caine. I work in shipping. <laughs> yeah. And they, they go and he, he pays the like morgue guy. That's not for a while that yet. Not for a while? That's not for a while yet. Because something happens when they're in the apartment. Treadstone attacks them. Oh, is this the one where the guy jumps out the window? Yeah. No, they activate all the sleeper agents before that. They have missed them activating all the sleeper agents. Did you like them activating all the sleeper agents? I like them activating all the sleeper agents. The two who we kind of worry about in this movie are um, the professor. Yeah. Who I only like clocked this time around. They call him the professor because he's a teacher in his like everyday life. Mm -hmm. I like the professor a lot. I love Clive Owens. And Castell, who I will exclusively refer to as Castiel from here on out. Is that the guy at the end? No, he's the guy who jumps out the window. Okay. He's the Spanish, the Italian one, right? Yes. Yeah. I do think that is, that is the most fucking early 2000s action movie. That action, that action scene is so good. I oh, love and I meant the, part. I meant the activating the sleeper agents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so early 2000s. Like, there's like, um, you can see like the, the text on their phone screens, like half opacity over them, like doing And it's like brown thing. filter to fuck, but it's not yeah. like brown filter, like modern day, like world war, like world war movies. Yeah. It's like. A sepia tone, like it's bizarre. I can't yeah. describe it. Um, and there's again, there's techno going the whole fucking time. They really like techno they in this. Really do. And you know what? Good for them. Well do you done. like techno? It's fine. Yeah, it's kind of boring. And it goes good over an action scene. Uh, goods good over Matt Damon's uh karate karate choreography choreography choreography. I can't speak. Karateography. <laughs> That's a hard sentence to say. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon did all his own stunts in this film. Most ah, of nice. Well, yeah. I think he, he learned like a form of martial art for his sure. fight scene. Um, does just stab a man in the hand with Fuck a pen. Yeah, he does. Um, born special interest of weird props to fight. <laughs> it is funny watching this once you've seen the other two Borns. I weirdly think if you had watched this without seeing. The other two boards, you would have more to say about it. I think I might, yeah. 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 Because you know, you know, you know where we're going. Oh, I know what crazy shit's happening here. The toaster. The there's a part I think it's here, soon where he's in like a train station. Yes. And the only thing I could think about is like the sniper part from oh. the third one. Is oh, it the third one? It's the third one. Yeah. The, 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 so good. Yeah, the first board is weird because. I do really like it because it's the first board. But as I was watching it, I was like, ah, but it's not the other two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Jeremy Renner isn't here. Kurt Russell isn't here. <laughs> yeah. Playing evil Russian. Oh, born Ultimatum or Supremacy or weird fucking movies. I barely remember them. Um, I remember them deeply. Um, <laughs> the second one's the one I've watched the most, I think. Sure. It's one of those that was always on like, Christmas movies on like Channel 4, I feel. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, but back to Jason the Bourne identity. Yeah. Um, they have a good fight scene. There's a nice little French lady. She dies. I'm sad about yeah, that. Yeah, she was. She was um, nice. I and the other her. Treadstone agent just jumps, just jumps through, out a window. Just jumps out a window. Yeah. Um, 
an original version of this, Marie is meant to start screaming and crying. And in this, mm-hmm. she just is like, oh my God, a man just killed himself in front of me. I'm a bit shook. Yeah, a little bit. And I, it's good. Yeah, she's, Marie's having a bad time for this whole film. Like, she's gotten herself involved in some shit that she really should not be involved in. Yeah, it's a weird, they kind of do set it up earlier in the movie that she's just one of those people that like, she, she doesn't, like, they make a point as I see the treadstone when they're like looking for her. That she's like, oh, she's just a wanderer. She doesn't have, like, a fixed address. She just seems to be one of those people that, like, goes from point A to point B to point C and, like, doesn't really have a plan for her life. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I think you have to be one of those people to end up with Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't be a well-adjusted person. person and be with Jason Bourne. Uh, especially after this bit. Um, yeah, after you've seen him beat the shit out of a guy and then the guy jumps out a window, window to, like, instead of letting him interrogate him um and then they go to a train they park outside like a train station it's one of the main train stations in paris and he goes and hides all their money which does he ever get that money back it haunts my dreams uh i think so who knows i imagine that's how he gets to greece at the end of the movie (laughs) marie disappearing and you thinking it's gonna be that she's run off and her being like i needed a drink and just buying a (laughs) nagging of whiskey comedy iconic uh and then it's probably one of my favorite, my second favorite action scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. The little car chase. Yeah, the little car chase I is love great. the car chase. Uh, the, Marie's little car is great. The The best supporting actress award should True. have gone to Marie's <laughs> to the car. The car. <laughs> vroom, vroom. I love the cop, the little motorbike cops. Yeah. They're the so little, cute. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a great little like, my mom said this when we were watching the movie. I love how Paris is used in this movie mm. because they never they spend I say they spend like an hour of the movie in Paris if not more like your Zurich is like for the main kind of the embassy scene then they're kind of in Paris for the rest of the film except for the the scene at the house but everything else is in Paris and I feel like you kind just of just like Emily or Mrs. Harris or Mrs. Mrs. Harris <laughs> I've really said something about our generation that's our only like home like understanding of paris is emily and mrs harris <laughs> i've been to paris i've I been understand to paris it. like a few like recently what other what other media said paris uh is la hen in paris la boheme or la hen what's la hen it's a french movie let me see if it is oh amelie no amelie set in paris surely ratatouille there we go ratatouille <laughs> uh yeah la hen i've never heard of this Good movie. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a cool little chase. I love a chase. Good chase is good. Good chase. Yeah. I like how they park in a little parking garage afterwards and then they're like, we need to change our identities. Yeah, they got to drop the car. They have to oh, wipe it down. Yeah. Um, Jason's ability to recall stuff. I do feel like at this stage he is fully remembered how to be a super spy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that it's kind of that phase of his amnesia is over. I mm. feel. Yeah, the thing with the, his amnesia is there's a couple of parts where it feels like he kind of happens to remember things just at the convenient time for the plot. But it's cool. So who I cares? Isn't that they kind of set it up where it's like he just knows instinctually how to do stuff? Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is how amnesia. I don't know how amnesia works. I've never had amnesia. I don't know if I've had it. Damn, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, you would have forgotten. Yeah. I do think the weirdest scene in the movie is the haircut scene. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know why they start shifting. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah, she uh, Jason gives Maria a haircut and then they make out. And then he remembers how to make out. Yeah. Because <laughs> it takes so long to start and I was joking. I was like, yeah. oh, he's just remembering how to kiss. Gives, and I'm like, yeah, he, oh shit, he actually yeah. is just remembering how yeah, to do Yeah, she it. like gives him a little peck on the lips and, and he's, he's just like, like, what? Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. So funny. Yeah. Um, and then Wombosi dies. So sad, Wombosi. Yeah, well, I wish Wombosi was in more of it. They do show Wombosi going to the morgue before. Yes, they do. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where a, a body of John Michael Caine has been planted. And they're like, that's not it. Yeah. I do love Wombosi's rake of children that just follow him everywhere. Yeah, they're great. Room. It's so funny. Um, Which, like, given how the assassination attempt went. Yeah. If, it's very smart. If I to... was Wombosi, I would also have my children around with me all the time after yeah. that. But it also implies that he just has his children around with him all the time. Yeah, maybe he's just a good dad. Maybe. Showing them the ropes of the business. Yeah, gotta learn sometime. Let's park that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the, what happened? They go to find the boss. I do think it's so funny, the scene where Jason Bourne is trying to teach Marie how to be a spy and yeah, she just, she's and she, just a normal fucking person yeah, and, she and goes, asks a question yeah she goes in and she says yeah no I just said I was his personal assistant and he told me everything that and I wanted like, to know and he's like what happened <laughs> comedy so they go to the morgue Jason gets a bit shitty with the morgue technician yeah. and um, pays him off pays him off to identify to see the body and the body's yeah. been taken by Treadstone um, I think it's around this kind of point of the movie because you're cutting between the CIA and Jason a lot. Um, where we get to meet the darling Nikki. I love Nikki. I want to be Nikki. Which one's Nikki again? Julia Stiles, the little woman. Oh, yeah. Ch- I yeah, love yeah, yeah, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki's great. She's just the most competent person in this film. <laughs> it's true. She's the only person that this doesn't... Is, this is a film full of incompetent people. Yeah. Though all the women in this film are mostly competent. Yeah, yeah, like, I guess. Marie's not... Marie's just trying to survive and find yeah, a Yeah, she's just doing her best. She's just trying. Um, maybe Marie is incompetent now that I think about it. <laughs> she's more competent than Jason. Jason's so good at killing people, though. But that's the only thing he's good at. Um, he's good at climbing buildings. Yeah, yes, he's good at that, too. He's good at driving. Sure. He's good at gun. <laughs> that's killing people. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um... But after this bit, they kind of, after the morgue, is this when they get blown, their hotel, their like hideout gets blown and they have a big confrontation and Jason gets, is a bit shitty to Murray. Yes, I think so. Because this is just before they go to the house. This is the one thing I don't like in the movie. I don't like that he, oh, he's normally so understanding of like, I understand if you want to leave, I understand if you want to leave. And at this point when she actually gets freaked out, he gets like, no, you can't. Like, I know the situation yeah. has changed, but it does feel yeah. a little, like, out of character. Uh, I see, so he forgot that she couldn't leave. <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> that was funny. Good yeah. job. Um, so they go to the house. The house, yeah. CIA her, stalks her them. half-brother's house, right? I think it's her half-brother's house. You don't really know who he is. His name's Eamon. His name's Eamon. Yeah. But they do like a montage of how the CIA find them. Yeah. And I and like... Jason I, is like preparing for the CIA coming. Yeah. I don't think it's that... Is it... So, 
But no, they don't know the CIA is coming. No? No. Am I just getting this bit mixed up with Skyfall? I think you're getting this mixed up with a different movie. Yeah, I think I might be. Damn. You watched this yesterday. Yeah. They don't know the CIA is coming because the dog going missing is what tricks him not to see Yes, you're right. You're right, yeah. Have you been getting this mixed up with Skyfall the entire time? That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when we were going to talk about Javier Bardem. Um, that movie's so weirdly queerbaity. I wouldn't say it's queerbaity. Doesn't he like offer to massage his thighs? Yeah, I would say it's more like pretty explicitly, yes, James Bond has fucked men before. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie since it came out in cinema. I've seen that a couple of times. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Bond person. No? You're a born person. My mom hates the Bonds. Really? Yeah, she thinks they're shit. What the fuck? She thinks Jason Bond's misogynistic. So, like, misogynist. So she has no interest in watching the movies. I mean, yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. But also... I think it's one of those things if you've not grown up watching them. Sure, yeah. Yeah. See, I did because my dad loves them. Yeah. And also, like, they were they were bad in the 80s and the mm. 90s. Yeah. Like, if you watch the old the OG ones, I think they're fun. Oh, yeah. 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 But back to Bourne. Yeah. They uh, Threadstone send their their best guy, Clive Owens, the professor. Clive Owens, what a guy! I love I Clive think, Owens. I think I'm trying to just going back to the thing we were discussing before we realized you were thinking of Skyfall. Yes. So I don't. So the whole thing with like how they find out who it is is they're looking at the numbers that like the half brother and the grandma have been calling. Yeah. So I, that's why I think it's not. I don't think Eamon's her half brother. Maybe I'm wrong. The Wikipedia says. Born and Marie take refuge at the French countryside home of Marie's half brother oh, Eamon really? and his children. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's some lore that we missed, some expanded universe content. But it's just like I feel like their relationship is so weird. Also, their accents yeah. are so different. Yeah. It's like they he's are. so English and she's very, very German. Yeah. Maybe it's just the actress is German, so they did yeah. change it. I love that this movie turns out to be a Christmas movie. Yes, I do too. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, they just were like, because I was like, it's very snowy this entire time. Yeah. And then they go to Eamon's house and you're like, oh fuck, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, like there's Christmas trees everywhere. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I love Eamon's kids. Yeah, the kids are great. I need a full 45 minute special of Jason Bourne looking after two small children. <laughs> a little Christmas special. A little Christmas special of Fuck Jason yeah. Bourne, a dog, and two small feral children on a place, <laughs> like a playground. And Jason just has to use all of his treadstone skills to, to he, keep them The on, one in shot line. they do of him outside with the children, and the children are just going ham on that it's place. So and, funny. And he's just like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, he can't remember. I also like how this is the point that Jason has remembered how to be a spy but has lost all social skills because mm-hmm. he fully breaks down the door to Eamon's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they stay the night and then uh-huh. Jason starts his ongoing thread of deep existential horror about the sins of his past. Yeah. Because Marie finds him sleepwalking staring at two small children and uh-huh. you're like, Jason. Yeah, Jason, what are you, what are you doing, doing, bud? And he and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, well, Jason, what are you talking? What are you talking about, Jason? What's this about? And then the next day, the dog dies. Yeah, uh huh. I wonder who could have done that. <gasps> Clive Owens. The professor. J- the scene the... where Jason blows up the fucking oil tanker. So good. Always froze me Fuck for a yeah, it's so good. Because you're just like, I love. This is my favorite section of the film. I think this is this, the strong. The, yeah. This little showdown between him and the professor is the best part of the film. Very interesting thing. They filmed so Doug Lyman would film Jason scenes. His first AD would film mm-hmm. the professor scenes. Oh, cool! And they didn't see each other's footage until the end when they were editing it together. Nice. That's why it's shot very differently. I would say. Yeah. Um, um, 
have a great little enemy at the gate sniper scene yeah it's so good yeah. um like this is one of the parts where i was like oh i wish i could be tense in this scene but you know there's more. but i know that there's like five more born movies yeah um yeah uh the part where he like because the professor is like hiding in the tall grass with a sniper rifle waiting yeah. for born to come yeah and born is like off in the trees and yeah. he like shoots a, a thing off so a load of birds around the professor fly away and he uses the sound yeah. to, to unmask his his running it's great i love it it's a very different scene from an, the other action scenes in this movie yeah it's like very, there's no techno yeah it's very slow it's very yeah kind of calculated and precise just say, like the professor yeah i say from this point onwards the kind of tone of the movie kind of changes yeah once I think Jason makes the decision of I don't want to do this anymore and I think that's what's so different going forward is up until this point Jason's kind of done everything in, in order to survive yeah and now I feel like everything he's doing he's kind of angry he has to you know he doesn't want to have to kill the professor he doesn't he like he wants to know who he is but he's like I don't like the act of like hurting people anymore it's like a thing I do to survive yeah um I feel like he's having less fun about it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me projecting. He was having a blast at the beginning of the film. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't or is? He is. Yeah, like yeah. the stuff with the embassy, you're like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. But there's like, there's like a weariness to him by this stage in the movie. I yeah, the bit where he kills the professor is like quite sad. It is really sad. Yeah. The bit when he's like, oh, the pills and all this. And he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> what do you mean the pills? Yeah. Uh, and they should have given Jason Bourne in the Irish accent. What's the, what's the line that the professor says here? Oh, it's something great. It's really good. And it comes Clive Owens, up... I'm sad they killed off Clive Owens in this movie. Me too. I would love to see more of him. Yeah. The, the, the idea of the Treadstone agents is such an interesting idea. Yeah. And I can see why then in the fourth one they were like, let's do another Treadstone agent. Clive Owens is in this movie for three minutes and he said, my entire time I just put a pair of glasses on and posed to camera. Fuck yeah. And that's kind of just all <laughs> he does in this that movie. That is pretty much all he does. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. I love him. But then Jason yeah. calls back to Treadstone. And this is mm -hmm. when the kind of two storylines converge, I think. Yeah, because we find out what happened to Jason at the beginning to, to get him to lose his memory. Well, it happens when he confronts them in Paris, but this is the phone call. Oh, yeah. The phone call when he's like, this is, this is also, I feel like the phone call is a very Jason Bourneism as well. Because he loves calling and fucking. Oh, like there's always phone calls in, this, in these fucking But this movies. is like the first one where he kind yeah. of calls in and... Up until this point, they, they think Bourne... They don't know Bourne's lost his mind. They think he's just gone... Like, gone off the rails. So when they're like, call in, soldier. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and yeah, and then he's like, Marie's dead. Yeah. She's not dead, though. She's, she's dead. fine. Yeah, she's she's okay. an And he's like, meet me on this bridge. And I'm like, oh, I know these scenes. Yeah. Jason's lurking. Jason's lurking. <laughs> he's lurking. <laughs> he's lurking and people aren't following his plans. Damn. Then the kind of last big scene in the film, I would mm -hmm. say, is them. You kind of seen it all the way through. Nikki has a like kind of home base in Paris that she's been using. It's kind of the the field office they've been using for all their block off operation, and they're kind of shutting it down. And Jason um, stalks him to it through the powers of spy work uh -huh. and breaks in. Yeah, um, and I like has her at gunpoint. Yeah, he doesn't have her at gunpoint. He has him at gunpoint. Yeah, sorry. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big. Jason Bourne would never hurt Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's pretty crazy at this point. I don't think he's he doesn't that... remember who she is. Yeah, I guess. 
He doesn't know who he is. He can, I don't know who I am. <laughs> That's much earlier in the film. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, goop. Um, but the... And maybe I was a little sleepy when I was watching this. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I think you might have been. <laughs> the fact you didn't, you just got it confused with a movie that came out 15 years <laughs> later. Look, they're the same vibe. That's like saying, like... I'm trying to think of a comparison. That's like saying Pacific Rim is the same as like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, same thing. One of them has giant robots. So does Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. <sighs> um, <laughs> listen, it wouldn't be us doing the podcast if it wasn't a movie we were really excited for and then one of us was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> that always keeps happening. Yeah. Remember the same crowd? I've I've been like either teaching or in college from like uh like eight fifty till half six today, so I'm Yeah I'm I'm losing a little bit over here. I left the house at quarter past eight. Damn. I'm out of the house twelve hours. Nice. It's beefy. We'll finish talking about the movie soon. Uh we I... talk about what actually happened to we have to talk... One thing I want to talk about before we talk about the assassination. Yes. The one thing that's like, ah, this is... Up until now, I will say everything about um, the board. Everything feels like quite possible. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. like, I can understand how we get from these kind of points. Yeah, and, and there's nothing like... He's not like a super soldier or anything like that. Yeah. He hasn't He hasn't got like super strength or whatever. He's yeah. just a cool guy. He's just a guy that you're like, oh, he's very well trained. Yeah. How the fuck does he set off all the fire, the car alarms? Huh? <laughs> this, this, I think you can slightly tell that some, they had to do some reshoots in for the end of this movie because yeah. there's a little bit of this point when you're like, okay, how did he get this spy equipment and all this stuff? Like, mm-hmm. they don't need to show them doing it, but like, it feels like a mild escalation for yeah. him to know how to do all this stuff. But it's fun. Yeah, this um, is one of the things where it's like he remembers how to do it kind yeah. of when it's convenient for yeah. him to. But he breaks into their. Uh, thing he like holds up the the main treadstone guy yeah and he Brian starts Cox. no not no, Brian, not Brian Cox, Cox. <laughs> the other dude the other guy yeah um, I don't know Chris what Cooper. that actor is Chris Cooper Chris Cooper yeah Chris Cooper and yeah and then this is when you find out what the deal with the assassination is because Cr- uh-huh. Cooper starts cyberbullying uh, <laughs> yeah Jason Bourne um, honestly a very cyberbullyable man truly where. Bourne planned the entire assassination. Uh-huh. Meshwan Bosi hid out in his boat for five days? Yeah. Which is something they gloss over. <laughs> yeah, which is like, like, they don't mention it, really. And I'm like, oh my like, god. Why did you do that? Because the whole thing, like they do say it earlier in the movie, it's like, they make they want to do the assassination. And I say it now where the whole point of like Bourne's whole unit is, we don't want it to look like we've assassinated people. We want to make it look like it comes from inside the house. Yeah. Um, which is like, that's horrifying mm. to think about, like, the the real life implications of a Treadstone operation, yeah. which I'm sure there was at some stage. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, they're going to come out, those documents are going to get declassified in a hundred years' time. I watched that uh, six hour Eve Online video. People are doing that in Eve Online all the time. I gotta watch that Eve Online it's video. Really good. Basically, you find out that Jason Bourne realized the concept of children and fatherly love. <laughs> yeah, because he sees Wombosi's kids and he's like, I can't do this. Well, it's just more like the thing of he's about to shoot Wombosi in the head. Yeah. Wombosi wakes up and his daughter is in his lap awake. Yeah. So it's like, I think the thing is like, I have to kill the daughter to get away with this yeah. because she will know it's me. Yeah. And I can't kill a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
so Jason and he kind of remembers it now and you see I think that scene's really good yeah that scene's good yeah I think it's the best scene in the movie sure the like flashback because I think it's just so it looks so different as well it really does yeah Yeah. it's got it's got that same kind of weird sepia thing over it yeah I think it's I think the ending of this is very strong Mm -hmm. where it's like he realizes this and then the SWAT team's about to attack and he's gonna let the the treadstone guys go and then they just won't let him leave so Jason does what he has to do which is murder an army of men (laughs) um and I love listen I'm a simple gal Uh I love it when someone rides a body down a big fall (laughs) it's so fun it's so fun tell me it's not fun it is very fun I also love it it's a good it's a good end of movie scene yeah He's walking away. He's all beat up. Uh-huh. You see Chris Cooper wander out yeah. with a guy with a gun and you're like, oh no, the third Treadstone agent's here. Born's yeah. fucked. Uh-huh. And then the third Treadstone agent just kills Chris Cooper. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see that it's been Brian Cox from Brian whole... Cox the whole time. And honestly, uh-huh. slay for Brian Cox. Brian Cox is a fucking icon. I think, do you know what I think is the thing is, is as well? You love Brian Cox so much. Uh-huh. And you he does play a bigger role in two. Yeah. I think you're like, where is Brian? I want more. And you get more. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's just really like, I feel like this is just the starter of the Bournes. Yeah, because it does also, he does also talk about Blackbriar right at the end. Very end. And you're like, yeah. I know that. Like, that's, that's the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Brian Cox is before like a court. An oversight committee. Yeah, an oversight committee. And he's like, oh yeah, Treadstone. We like pitched some ideas for that, but that never really got off the ground. Anyway, here's this new thing that we're working like, on. Like, you can actually, I, I need to go and watch more Brian Cox movies. Yeah. Because obviously I know him from Succession. Yeah. Uh, he is my grandfather. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check his filmography because I know. He did play Hannibal Lecter once. Yeah. In the uh, Michael Mann. Is it Michael Mann? He's, 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 he's in Fantastic Mr. Fox. He's in Zodiac. Oh, uh, yeah. Zodiac. Uh, Braveheart. Uh, X-Men 2. That's it as well. Yeah, he plays fucking Striker in X-Men 2. Sean just pointed at me. Yeah. It's in Red Eye, that Killian Murphy movie that everyone's real horny about at the moment. Oh, really? It's like Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. It's the start of this like little rom-com kind of thing. Sure. And then they get on a red, flight to- red eye flight together and it turns into like a kidnap thriller movie. Nice. It's one of those like it did terribly at the time and now the internet's obsessed with it because it's Rachel McAdams, uh, Killian Murphy and Brian Cox. Sure. Um, he's in the ring as well which is a banger uh, there's Agamemnon in... in Troy nice he's in the water horse the water horse you remember the water horse I like this fucking messy ass movie I remember it I don't think I ever actually watched it I remember watching it being like what is this why am I watching this movie he was in a 2007 animated film called Battle for Terra no Sean what if we did he was in Scooby Doo and the Samurai Sword. Brian Cox is one of the is a weird direct like weird filmography. He plays a green dragon in Scooby Doo and the Samurai Sword. I think he's one of those people because he does so much theater that occasionally he'll be like, "I'll do this movie so I can like afford to do theater." Yeah, you know, Brian Cox sets up Threadstone. Yeah, or Blackbriar. Blackbriar. Jason's gone away with it. Uh huh. And then the movie ends. And the movie's over. And... Right. We go. We cut to Greece. Yes, yeah. Some scooters are being rented. Uh-huh. And you see Marie, her hair's grown out. She's gone back to her hippie phase. She's using the red 
um, bank bag as like a plant pot. Yeah. And then a guy walks in in a crisp linen shirt. And a song starts playing. And he, she asks him for some ID. Uh-huh. And they start macking. And then Moby comes in. Yeah! Bangers off. And I'm like, it's my guy, Jason. <laughs> and a new franchise has been born. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, an interesting new arc in Matt Damon's career. Very interesting new arc in Matt Damon's career. I do agree with what you're saying. As I was watching it this time, not being able to straight away put on the next Born, I was like, oh, I want to watch another one now. But yeah. I think that's a good thing about the first Born is it makes you want to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. I think it sets up the world quite well. Yeah, and it does, in, in its defense, it does work as a standalone film. Like, it's not, there's a little bit at the end with the, Blackbriar thing where it's like oh there's going to be a sequel but that's it really and it's also the kind of thing of like you can totally imagine someone like Brian Cox taking Treadstone and be like yeah I'm going to revamp Treadstone with like new funding and stuff because yeah. Treadstone's kind of dead like yeah, three of the agents this like, is a disaster like two of the agents are, de- are dead mm-hmm. Bourne's MIA there's one left and you're like yeah you can imagine them rolling over that guy into Blackbriar mm-hmm. and then you know, him having his own kind of black ops thing. But it's also, it's like, yeah, they could do a sequel, but it's, you could be like, yeah, Bourne and Marie will go off and have a nice life in Greece now. Yeah. You know, they'll leave him be mm-hmm. because he's re- like, you know. Yeah, Jeremy Renner will never show up. <laughs> There's Jeremy Renner. It's a motorbike. Oh, it's the fucking kids on their, on their little motorbike things. The children have weapons or bikes now? Mm-hmm terrifying they always did i'm so worried that this is a really quiet episode but i know we're getting picked up on the yeah we're getting picked up and i can just amplify this to fuck i don't know why it's so much quieter i think we're just further away from the mic than we were the last time ah we'll figure it out in post we'll figure it out speaking of post how do you think this movie did when it went very well cost 60 million which is cheap for an action movie i would say i would have guessed like like 80 90 my guess for the takeaway is like 150 million opening 150 opening or what do you think overall Ooh, uh, 170 170 million altogether mm-hmm. so we had 240 million altogether nice internationally cost 60 so tr- like quadrupled its budget sure the openings were very different back then and also this is a mm. stonking big weekend so june 14th to 20th 2002 yeah you're saying Okay, so... Number one is an animated... No, sorry, it's not an animated movie. Oh, it's not an animated movie. That does not narrow this down at all for me, Hannah. Um, we made reference to it on the Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back episode. What the fuck? You made a reference to it, or to a property it's in, recently. I made a reference to a property it's in recently? Like, the property is a part of this movie. It's not Godzilla. It's not Godzilla. How, how recently are we talking? Like today? Yeah, in this episode recording. This episode? Yeah. I barely remember what I said five minutes ago. Um, main actor. G- genre. Kids movie. Kids movie? Yeah. Big movie. Big movie? Big movie. And it's not animated. Um... Did you get any sequels? Yes. How many? One. One? But because there's so much in this franchise. 
It's not the first one in the franchise. It's not the first one in the franchise. What the fuck? Do you want me to tell you? I'll tell you an actor in it. Yeah, tell me Freddie Anna. Prince Jr. Oh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Open to $75 million. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Born and in season number two. Uh-huh. Some movie called The Wind Walkers. You've never heard of it. No, I've Nicholas never Nicolas Cage is in it. Oh, uh, uh, fuck yeah. Other movies. The Sum of All Fears. Uh, the Fine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Uh, what? The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Sure. Uh, Clone Wars, Spider-Man, Bad Company, Spirit. Spirit's in it. Spirit. Fourth yeah. week. That's what I mean. Like, we've done... Where's the third wheel? <laughs> See, I think the third wheel came out in home box office. Yeah. Remember, because we couldn't find oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, But I guess this is time for us to do the rankings. The rankings. If it's your first time listening to the podcast... Something we do at the end of, near the end of each episode, is we do a rankings of the films we've watched so far in the, you know, we can rank them 1 to 26. 26, yeah. 26 movies. Uh-huh. Um, we aren't allowed to consult our list before we do the movies. No. Nope. But we do give ourselves 45 seconds to do the list because we used to not, uh, and then it was difficult. Uh-huh. Uh, we will probably have to stop and restart because it's difficult doing this section yeah. of the um, let me know when you have your numbers ready, Sean. One. Okay. Right. Forty-five seconds. Start. Wait. No. Wait. Shit. Wait. I fucked. Twenty-six, not twenty-five. There we go. Okay. All right. Ready. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Let's go. We're gonna have to rework how this section works at some point. <laughs> We're soon. done. We're done. Oh no. <laughs> it's so difficult. This section. <laughs> I have got. But you always seven movies in. Okay, but we always do it where you you think you always think you've messed it up, and then you always remember it on the spot. I uh, don't know if I'm gonna be. I'm so sleepy this time. Yeah, you you were sleepy on this record. You yeah. did not want to. You did not want to record today. Uh, okay. We ready to go? I think so. I'm gonna struggle in the middle section, so that yeah. will give you more time to think about your top number twenty six. As always, is the good old boys. The good old boys. Haven't found it yet. Bounty is open. Please help us. Mm-hmm. Number 25 for me is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Number 25 for me is All the Pretty Horses. Number 24 for me is Titan A.E. Number 24 for me is Rising Sun. Uh, Number 23 for me is All the Pretty Horses. Number 23 is The Legend of Bagger Vance. Number 22 for me is The Legend of Bagger Vance. Number 22 is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and that's as far as I've got. (laughs) Number 21 for me is Field of dreams i think that's my number 21 as well i think we we matched at that point yeah, yeah. and then my number 20 is geronimo uh my number 20 is rising sun i think my number 19 was school ties my number 19 is chasing amy okay my number 18 um shit <laughs> oh uh finding forester my number 18 is jerry this week okay my number 17 is Chasing Amy. My number 17 is Rounders. And we're in the soup. We're in, This is the soup. If you've not listened to the podcast before, the soup is what we call the movies that all kind of have the same ranking. So yeah. they're kind of in the same place in our minds. So it's yeah. soup. I I think Spirit is here okay. at number 16. Yeah. Uh, number 16 for me is Geronimo. Number 15 is Rainmaker. 
Number 15 for me is School Ties. Probably should have closed that at the beginning of the record, <laughs> but hey, I don't think our fans are too worried about audio quality if they're still here. Uh, okay. Do you don't need to be so discouraged about the show we make? Huh? You don't need to be so discouraged. <laughs> you said that on a real, like, I hate doing this show kind of way. I was like, no, I do I need I a like pause? Doing, I like doing this. I'm just sleepy. Um, no. I like the way when I'm tired doing the podcast, I get real manic and Sean just gets super fucking low energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all my energy has been going into teaching them kids. Uh, them darn kids <laughs> is is the majestic this far down i think the majestic is 14 majestic is 14 for me okay okay we, we're synced again uh number no number 13 is titan ae well number 13 is finding forester for me i think number i think number 12 might be mystic pizza number 12 for me is spirit okay. stallion of the cimarron I'm not convinced of Mystic Pizza, but I'll put it in there for now. I'm missing my eighth movie, which is very funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, number 11 is Courage Under Fire. Number 11 is Mystic Pizza for me. Uh, number 10 is The Born Identity. Wow, okay. I think you like the other ones more. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Number 10 for me is Glory Days. Number 9 is Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah, Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodwill. Goodwill. Uh, number nine for me is Courage Under Fire. Then number eight has got to be Mr. Ripley, I think. Number eight I for me. I think those two are still mm-hmm. right beside each other. Number eight for me is Dogma. What the fuck other movies have we watched that I liked? Uh, number seven is Rounders. Number seven is The Third Wheel. No, 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 no. no. Number, s- number seven is The Third Wheel for me as well. Number seven is the third wheel. Interesting. Number yeah. six for me is the Number Rainmaker. Number six is Rounders. Number six for me is the Rainmaker. Number five for me is Jace, the Born Identity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do agree with you. I do think it's the strongest of the Borns. Yeah. But, and I think... Oh, I've, I've just remembered what. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to talk about the, yeah, the movie yeah. because yeah, yeah. we... Yeah. I think, like, you are... I think if you hadn't... you A, you didn't know the other movies were coming. Mm-hmm. And B... You hadn't seen it before. You probably would have enjoyed it more. I and, definitely think so. Yeah. And B and C. And maybe if you weren't very tired. Because you watched it after work yesterday. Yeah. Which I think. Like sometimes you watch a movie and you're not in the mindset for the movie. Like that's definitely mm-hmm. happened with me in movies before. Yeah. I watched yeah, it yeah. on like a, sun, a Sunday night with a pizza takeaway I just got on and a fire. I think oh, I yeah. watched it in the optimal way to watch yeah, it. Yeah I think yeah. so as well. Yeah. Um, um, Jason Borg. We will return. Yeah we will. Uh, Number four for me is Good William Hunting. Uh, number four for me is Dogma. Uh, number no, six. number five. Sorry, who's your number five? Number six is Rounders. Number five is uh, Dogma. Mm-hmm. Number two, number four? Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, number three for me is Satanta and Mr. Ripley. Number three for me is Jerry. Number two for me is Ocean's Eleven. Number two for me is Glory Days. And number one... Saving okay. Private Ryan. What a great movie. Banger. I was talking to my parents about the rankings uh-huh. and I was like oh I think this is going to go quite high for me and they were like really? and I was like A we've seen some clunkers and B I was like this is my top four and they were like ooh yeah. that's a solid <laughs> top four and I was yeah. like <laughs> um, we were trying to guess which movie they thought would be uh, Private Riot for me and my dad's I... guesses were Interstellar and The Martian and I was like hmm. I think there is a movie in here that I think is going to be Private Ryan for me. Is it We Bought a Zoo? Shea Part 2, baby. 
Directed by Doug Liman. Is it not Steven Soderbergh? Maybe it's Soderbergh. I think Soderbergh's the next the next guy we do on the Bournes. The Bourne, the Bourne, the Treadstone Treadbecta. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, it is Soderbergh. Uh, yeah, he's he's the Oceans guy. Mm-hmm. Big Contagion. Soderbergh's actually probably the, uh, the director that appears the most in this. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Because he's um, got Shay oh, the informant from 2009. That's also a map movie. Yeah, it's got him on the poster. Yeah. Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. That's, that's him. One. Siriana. Siriana, yeah. The the one that Matthew accidentally randomly got. Um, something called Waking Life, which looks insane. How so? Look. Oh, truly, that's horrifying. You're going to love it. I don't think Matt is, is in that. That's sad. But I am going to watch that. Um, That's your prep? <laughs> no, we're not doing... We can't, we can't. Not anymore. Um, but speaking of prep, mm-hmm. uh, what is this week's Matt Damon fact? There's a lot of Matt Damon facts that I've been kind of... When I was doing my research, I was like, that would be good to talk about in the episode, so I threw them in here. Hell yeah. And uh, now I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> so you yeah, played Ma- yourself. Ah, yeah, congratulations, you played yourself. Let me go through the Matt Damon facts on the board identity thing. Because the next movie, again, he has a cameo in. We'll talk about the next movie in a second. Why has my internet decided to fucking die as I open this? Damn. Yeah, he'd trained you know. in a Filipino martial arts cool. to do this movie. I said that already. You have failed me. Very weirdly, there's very few Matt Damon facts on the Bourne Identity Wikipedia. Oh, really? Yeah, there's only Damn. four, which I've all said already. So I guess the main one is the, the scene where he climbs down from the embassy. He did himself, which is cool. kind of fucking insane. They would let an actor do that. Yeah, that's Tom Cruise shit. That's Tom Cruise shit because like, he could have fallen and like, broken his back. Mm-hmm. Very, very easily. Yeah. Good job, Matthew. Be fucked up if he did. Huh? Be fucked up if he did. If he broke his back? Yeah, this would be a much shorter podcast. He could have continued to be an actor. Yeah, I guess. Speaking of fucked up things, the next movie we have to watch is, of course, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Steven Soderbergh. George Clooney, you mean? George Clooney? George Clooney. What? Then why is it listed on Steven Soderbergh's... Probably direct or was a producer on it. Damn. Oh, is this a George directed one? Yeah. Oh, Hannah. Yeah. Okay, Hannah has been dreading these George Clooney directed movies since this podcast began. I'm so excited. So I've only seen one George Clooney directed movie so far. For I've okay. seen two, but one of them will watch, and that is Monuments Men, a movie I don't despise, but like what? It's written by Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Holy shit! You'll like this movie. Yeah, I this think. is going to be a banger. Um, byline: Some things are better left top secret. Television made him famous, but his biggest hits happened off-screen. Television producer by day, CIA assassin by night. Chuck Barris was recruited by the CIA at the height of his TV career and trained to become a covert operative. Or so Barris says. Weirdly on theme. Weirdly very similar (laughs) to this movie. The main character in this movie is an actor I love, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell from Glory Days. Uh, From Moon, one of my favourite movies. Drew Barrymore is in this movie. George Clooney, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Make, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, Rob- Maggie Gyllenhaal's in this? Mm-hmm. Cool. 
Uh, again, it's going to be one where we see very little of Matt. <gasps> Rutger Hauer is in this? <laughs> Michael Sierra is in this. What? Yeah, he plays an eight-year-old. Fuck yeah. Uh, a lot of actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. Matt's, Matt and Brad are both in this movie. Yeah, as Bachelor number one and two. Yeah, Bachelor Brad and Bachelor Matt. On a, This is like one of those movies that just has a stupidly long cast. Yeah. On. It's just all George Clooney's friends. Yeah. Ooh, <sighs> big yawn. Yeah, I'm sleepy. Sean is sleepy. I need to get fucking home. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were saying we got to cut this off at nine. Listen, we, I thought we'd get to your house much later. That's earlier fair. I than had to go for a rustler's stop. Um, that's it. Hope you've enjoyed Born. Yeah. I've enjoyed um, Born. I do feel like I did all the talking, but I think that's just because it's a Sean sleepy episode. Yeah, and it's also Jason Bourne. <laughs> if um, you've got thoughts on Jason Bourne or the Treadstone Project, or if you have been affected by the Treadstone Project, you may be intended to financial compensation. <laughs> you can contact us at sinewavepod at gmail.com. That's sinewavepod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at sinewave, and you can check out our TikTok at sinewave36. I do have a plan for when we finish this mini series. Oh. I'm going to take the scene where Brian Cox is saying Treadstone's over and I'm going to cut in Matt Damon's name over Treadstone. Nice. And over Blackbriar, I'm going to say the next focus. Oh, because we... We know. We know who We've known this since... Be. We've known... I made a devil's bargain been, yeah. <laughs> with Sean. And I intend to collect. If you've been listening closely, you may have picked up on I feel like we've be. hinted at it. We have definitely. We've hinted at it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, do we have any emails, Sean? I oh, assume. do we? Uh, I actually didn't check. Uh, let's find yes. out. Join us on the... What date is this episode <gasps> dropping? Do we have an email? The Apple Store oh. shopping event is just around the corner. A special offer is on the cards. Join us on the 28th for, sorry, the 20, the 5th. The 5th, yeah. The 5th. This This one's coming out on the 28th. This is coming out. Join us on the 5th for Confessions of of a Dangerous dangerous Mind. mind. Schedule's going to get a little chunky when we do December. We're going to confirm it ourselves and we'll discuss it on mic next week. We might even put out a little, hey guys, we're changing the schedule for December. Because um, we deserve holidays too. Yeah. Uh, Even though we do this out of love and enjoyment. We Sean's been yawning this entire time. I'm so sleepy. He thought this was a fucking James Bond movie. <laughs> that is the. F- uh, I think I hate my look of like, oh, Sean. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> um. Yeah, we will be. We will be dropping our Christmas special. We have to record our. Fucking we have to record it, gang. We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> like that kid. <laughs> Which one? The one that drank the bleach. She was fine. Hey, Hannah. He didn't even go home. He stayed there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's Jason Bourne.
Jason is assassinated with Archduke Francis Ferdinand. Yeah. 